My name is Emilian Mori and welcome to our podcast Warrior Family. We are a family of successful entrepreneurs, visioners, hustlers and leaders. We are compassionate, loving, fearless and determined. We fight for love, profits and a better world. And this podcast was made for future leaders, entrepreneurs, world changers and families all over the world. We gained our wealth by running one of the best network marketing companies in Europe and successfully coaching and speaking empire. Our stories, tips will show you that everything is possible and this podcast includes all the best sales marketing relationship personal growth and health advice you can get and interviews with the most successful people in the world our motto is my business is not my family my family is my business and we are here to show you how to have it all the tendency to point the blame on others unhappiness begins in the mind We are in charge of our own mind and of what we think. If this is the case, how can we blame others for making us unhappy? We choose our thoughts and feelings. We choose to be happy or not. In this case, we made the wrong choice and that's it. And another thing, dislodge negative thoughts. Like cancer, negative thinking can kill. It can kill and destroy our whole future negative thoughts affect the mind the body and the emotions we have already discussed the relationship between our thoughts and feelings in the previous chapters just to recap our thoughts produce our feelings we get angry by having angry thoughts it is impossible to feel sad without sad thoughts unhappiness does not and cannot exist on its own. Unhappiness is the feeling that accompanies negative thinking. So how do we overcome negative thoughts? Just simply stop thinking about them. Our negative feelings are results of our own negative thinking. Apart from refraining to thinking about negative thoughts, we can turn negative thoughts into positive ones. One effective technique is to learn a whole new set of happy words. These are the words that evoke positive feelings. Other studies refer to these as positive adjectives list from the Apache method. The antidotal positive adjectives, character and happiness enhancement method. According to this particular study, which is based on Emmett Walton's classic paper, there has been a body of research empirically validating our ability to positively or negatively change our moods by reading phrases like I feel very good or I'm afraid. So how do we go about dislodging thoughts of unhappiness? First, you have to be aware. We have to catch ourselves when we are about to indulge in negative thinking. In the first few days, we have to be very vigilant. The second is the moment we feel the onset of an unpleasant emotion, we have to identify it as precisely as possible. Is it hatred? Is it hurt? Is it fear? Anxiety or discontent? This is a very critical component of the process as related to the next step, which is search for the exact 
opposite of the negative emotion. Think of its antonym. For example, the moment we catch ourselves feeling lazy, we would call to mind an opposite adjective like energetic. We would then say to ourselves, I feel energetic. If we view ourselves as pessimistic, we say, I am hopeful. If we feel we are incompetent, we say, I feel ingenious. What do we say if we see ourselves as unmindful? We say simply, I am grateful. Can we use the same strategy if we, if we do not feel any unpleasant feelings? Of course we can. We are encouraged to think and say to ourselves statements like, I feel fabulous, to reinforce our mood, or statements like, I feel strong, or I feel friendly, in order to enhance our character. Other people have introduced variations to, to the said techniques. Others say it out loud in front of the mirror every morning for 10 minutes for 21 days or 66 days, as you know now. Saying it or out loud increases its effectiveness as it represents emotional involvement. This is now different from expressing positive affirmations and, and doing self-talk. Others find it more effective by writing the statement on paper as they become more physically involved. So, fifth step to happiness is happiness is mostly created and rarely given. Happiness is mostly created and rarely given. Learn to avoid or overcome factors that contribute to unhappiness. Most people nowadays have indeed become very unhappy and miserable. With everything that is happening around the world, natural calamities and such as earthquakes, hurricanes, tsunamis, etc., terrorism and economic crisis, it would not be a surprise if people just give up hoping for a happy and bright future. It is very easy to be unhappy when things do not go our way, we feel angry and irritable. However, we must not dwell too long on these feelings, for these can lead to problems that are more serious. If any of these prerequisites is missing, then it becomes a cause for unhappiness. For example, how can a sick person be happy when he is in pain? How can a mother and a father be happy when they do not have enough income to provide for their children's needs? How can one be happy when he does not even have a shelter over his head? There are many causes of unhappiness and each of them must be addressed. Besides having poor health and insufficient income, other causes of unhappiness include burnout and lack of productive work. The key word is productive, for it gives a sense of fulfillment. Productive gives a sense of fulfillment. The lack of it leads to a feeling of emptiness and lack of purpose in life. Getting physically and mentally active may help overcome unhappiness. Get involved with something worthwhile, something that will give a sense of fulfillment or achievement. And the other one, the second one is the fear of rejection. The fear of rejection, it hurts when people <laughs> reject us. Do you agree? It leaves a feeling of sadness 
and lowers our self-esteem and self-confidence. Or the X mark represents rejection and it can be manifested in different forms. Some people express rejection by verbally saying that they do not like the person or his idea. Or some express skepticism or ridicule the person presenting new ideas. Others try to form their own group and exclude those they dislike. Rejection is also expressed non-verbally. Some adopt the closed and defensive stance and refuse to listen to ideas by redirecting the flow of conversation. The thumbs down sign is universally understood as a rejection. If this is the case, we should try to associate with other people who will accept us for what we are. Rejection should not put an end to our efforts. We should take it as a sign to do a re-examination and try another approach. And the third one, a very important one, is when we live according to other people's standards. This is a huge one. And this is a very common cause of unhappiness. Those who are too conscious of what others might say about them usually cannot make their own decisions. They live their lives according to other people's will and expectations. It is very difficult to pursue happiness if, we all, if all we do is please other people instead of ourselves. <laughs> we should be confident about ourselves. Cast fears aside. Just bear in mind that whatever any, anyone says or does mean, nothing about our world as human being. Nothing. It means nothing about ourselves as a human beings. Robert Louis Stevenson has this to say. Don't let your neighbor set your standards. Be yourself. <laughs> this is a good one. Don't let your neighbor set your standards. Be yourself. We feel joy when our self-worth rests quietly within us, not on the lips of others. <laughs> uh, the next one, which is also a huge one, is the fear of failure. Failure to achieve important goals in life can lead to feelings of inadequacy and frustration. We should set realistic and doable goals in life. These goals should be meaningful to us, otherwise we will only derive little happiness from achieving it. Goals should be set for the major aspects of our lives. Start with a systematic plan to achieve goals. Begin implementing them and monitor their progress. As we see ourselves realizing our goals, we will find our happiness increasing. If life is not the way we like it, let it not be a reason for us to be unhappy. Edward de Bono has this to say. Unhappiness is best defined as the difference between our talents and expectations. Too many expectations can really cause unhappiness. Therefore, we should try to live a simple life with simple wants and simple needs. More importantly, we must try to rise above everything that pull us down and get 
on with our lives. And then we have sins and crimes. Look, nobody is perfect. All of us commit mistakes. Do you agree? Some people may have unknowingly committed mistakes. However, a few people consciously live their lives in sins and immorality. These people have not fully realized the serious consequences of doing sins. Sins and crimes are cause of unhappiness. Crime does not pay. Criminals get caught and eventually justice catches up with them. Violence begets violence. Truly, it's difficult to find a bright future behind bars or, or, or six feet below the ground. For some who manage to get away with their crimes, guilt will most likely haunt their conscience and can cause them to feel miserable for the rest of their lives. And then we have alcohol and drugs. Some people think that happiness can be attained through alcohol and drugs. Consequently, the, they resort to these substan substances thinking that they can escape from the troubles and worries of life. They are dead wrong. It is like, like escaping from small fire to hell. Alcohol is a mood-altering substance and is a depressant. In fact, some doctors prescribe moderate amounts of alcohol as a tranquilizer or sedative. A drink or two can actually improve health and help a person to relax. However, greater quantities can be fatal. Alcohol abuse ruins both the mind and the body. Anyone who drinks too much is risking the hazards of accident caused by loss of coordination, high blood pressure, heart disease, stroke, liver disease and related disorders. On the other hand, Drugs play a role in destroying the mental health of the user. Today we witness many examples of various forms of social disintegration and chaos due to the worldwide surge of drug addiction. Many of the suicide and homicide cases are related to drug abuse. So be careful. Oh, then we have another one. Destructive criticism. These are useless acts and seldom accomplish any positive results. If we have to give feedback, we must make sure it is constructive and useful. Criticism is one of the greatest causes of limitations in our lives. We should learn to be tolerant of the behavior of others, even if it does not fit the pattern of our opinions. Learn to savor the difference between people. Imagine how dull the world would be if we all thought, spoke and acted the same way. If we are on the receiving end of destructive criticism, it is normal to feel upset, but we should evaluate the purpose or motive of the person who expressed his thoughts. If we are upset with people who do not have anything good to say about us, we might as well avoid them. Let us try to associate with people that naturally please us, okay? More importantly, always keep in mind that we cannot please everybody. Hence, we should not let destructive criticism be a cause of worry and sleepless nights. And then, to sum it up, the sixth step to happiness is learn to avoid or overcome factors that contribute to unhappiness. I'm sorry to say this. You take responsibility for your own happiness 
and I take responsibility for my own happiness. Everything, either good or bad, happens for a reason. Just keep in mind, everything, good or bad, happens for a reason. Therefore, we should be thankful of the good things and some bad things too. More importantly, we should learn to accept and cope with the bad things that happen in life. Barriers to happiness are factors that cause unhappiness to most people. Among these barriers are the following. This disappointment. At some point in life, we have felt discouraged. Everyday stresses and pressures can easily drain our strength and make us throw our hands up to surrender. Instead of giving into discouragements, we can consider the following tips to overcome them. So watch and listen carefully. First, do not stop too soon. We get easily discouraged if something does not turn out the way we want it to be. We have to be patient. Without patience, without patience, life can be extremely frustrating. Likewise, we should be persistent. If at first we do not succeed, let us try another approach until we reach our goal. The second one is turn failures into something positive. Look, failures are part of life. It may hurt us first, but we must keep in mind that these are lessons to be learned in all failures. We must never let failures bring us down. Instead, we must use this as opportunities to rise up and emerge as a better person. The third one is, do not be frustrated by negative circumstances and people. If we know how to take praises and compliments, we must, we must also learn to take criticism, whether it is constructive or destructive. It doesn't matter. We must never let negative words spoken by other people discourage or defeat us. We know ourselves better than anyone else does. Focus on what we know is true. That is, we have the capacity to pursue happiness and fulfillment. The fourth one is, never think or say, I can't or I cannot. If we keep on thinking that we cannot do a particular task, chances are we will never be able to do it. Many people never discover their true potential because they are too afraid to try. All we have to do is believe in ourselves. The fifth one is be determined and persevering. We have to be persistent and enduring to be able to reach our full potential. These are the most important factors in overcoming disappointments. Do you have trouble reaching your goals? I have a surprise for you. Download my free ebook Goal Setting for Warriors at www.warriorfamily.com and you will know how to set, plan and reach even your biggest goals. So let's talk about rage. Rage or anger is a strong feeling of displeasure. It is an uncontrolled emotion when we feel hurt or aggravated. If not handled appropriately, it can cause unhappiness. 
We should deal with anger quickly before it turns into bitterness and hatred. First, we should determine the cause of our rage. After that, we may consider sharing our emotions with a friend or counselor. Do not keep anger bottled up within. We will feel better just by talking about it and having someone listen to what we have to say. Another way to deal with rage is by simply asking for help. We can ask help from people around us. Other people deal with anger by seeking help from the universe or God or the source. They seek assistance to be able to imbibe the virtue of humility to be able to forgive the people who have wronged them. We must realize that none of us is perfect. We are bound to commit mistakes at one point in our lives. Forgiveness is a virtue. It is a reward for an honest healing process. Letting go of any resentment and grudge pulls us away from loneliness. The act of forgiveness allows us to get rid of excess emotional baggage that may have been holding us back and weighing us down. Indeed, forgiveness is a priceless virtue that can only be realized through an honest reconciliation with one's past and a genuine openness to welcome life anew. What about worry, anxiety and stress? Worry is one component of anxiety, which is the broader term used to describe internal restlessness. Stress is a physical, mental or emotional factor that causes tension. When left unchecked, these three may result to a more serious disorder. To overcome these three barriers to happiness, we may consider the following. First, we can change our outlook in life. We should always have a positive attitude. Reading the scriptures and uplifting books may alter our perception in life since these materials are full of inspiring verses that will, for sure, lift our spirits and encourage us to fight our way through life. The second thing that we can do is initiate some changes in lifestyle. Okay, but start small. Small and meaningful changes can cure boredom and burnout that can cause stress and anxiety. Small changes provide a fresh perspective or outlook. We can also change the route going to the office or start to eat at different dining places or meet new office mates from other departments and so on. We can also go on vacation holiday to give ourselves a break. And the, the third thing we can do is get enough sleep. Adults are advised to get six to eight hours of sleep. When we are sleeping, our mind and body get their much needed rest. Worries, anxiety and stress can keep us awake and lack of sleep results to restlessness. If sleepless nights persist, consult a doctor right away. Since worry, anxiety, stress and insomnia often coexist, anti-anxiety drugs as prescribed by the doctor sometimes may help. Although other things help too. And the fourth thing you can do is have adequate exercise and relaxation, like sleep, 
Exercise and relaxation also release chemicals that help decrease in anxiety. They free our minds from all worries and cares in life. Fifth thing, fifth thing you can do is live each day as it comes. We must leave the past behind, not worry too much about the future and focus on the present. Yesterday is the past and gone forever. Tomorrow is yet to come and no one knows what it holds for us. What, matter is to, what matters is today, now, because we can live only at the present moment. And the sixth things, things that you can do is listen to relaxing music. Some types of music have a calming and soothing effect on our minds and soul. Listening may help us take our minds off things, off things, off, like wah. A variation of this is to surround ourselves with pleasant smells. Also, it's also very good. This can be achieved by having fresh flowers or scented candles in most rooms of the house or office. And the seventh thing you can do is consider medications and counseling. Sometimes seeking professional help can change our lives completely. A physician can prescribe medication for relief and a counselor can offer encouragement and support. So then let's talk about envy and jealousy. Oh, envy stems from dissatisfaction. Envious people feel that they are getting a raw deal and that others are much better off than they are. <laughs> envy can make us go for an unachievable goals for ourselves as we keep our focus on what others have instead of appreciating what we have. Jealousy, on the other hand, is another source of dissatisfaction and one form of self-torture. Having a low self-esteem causes envy and jealousy. This can only be resolved when we trust and believe in ourselves. Moreover, we should be appreciative of our blessings in life. Self-motivation guru Wayne Dyer said, Simply put, you believe that things or people make you unhappy, but this is not accurate. You make yourself unhappy. Wayne Dyer. Let's talk about pessimism. Pessimism is synonymous with skepticism. Observe skepticism and observe skeptics. They always anticipate negative events and often this thought paralyzes them from taking action. Benjamin Disraeli once shared, Action may not always bring happiness, but there is no happiness without action. Pessimistic persons are extremely cautious that they hold back from enjoying a normal life or achieving their objectives. Pessimism starts with negative thoughts. Counteract pessimism by being optimistic. As we become more optimistic, we become happier. The age-old question on whether our, gl our glasses are half full or uh, half empty relates to optimism. Optimistic people always hope for the best and expect that things will turn out well. Overcome pessimism by having the discipline to look at the good side, the will to improve, and conviction that the recovery is possible by following certain guidelines. And these guidelines are First, have 
strong faith. Trusting a power greater than us may be helpful to see the brighter side of things. We must revitalize our spirituality and faith in universal power. Then what you can do is surround ourselves with optimistic friends. Surround yourself with optimistic friends. Listening and opening ourselves to positive ideas about life may help jumpstart a change in attitude and point of view. And then you can cultivate an open mind. Understanding that there is some value in criticism may help us open our eyes to the fact that happiness in life is worth pursuing. And then do a self-assessment of our behavior. We start by comparing our behavior with that of our family members or co-workers and friends. Learn to objectively identify productive and healthy behaviors. Decide to have more of this type of behavior. We must realize that pessimism affects our capacity to feel happy emotions to the fullest. And then seek empowerment. We should learn to focus on our goals and the things that we want in life. We must constantly tell ourselves that we can succeed. Never let other people drag us to negativity and pessimism. Whatever barrier comes our way, always remember that for every problem there is a solution and we keep forgetting that the solution is in our hands. It is all up to us to decide how to deal with it. Bear in mind that we have complete control of our lives, our feelings, our thoughts, behaviors, and attitude. We can overcome all barriers if we just trust and believe in ourselves. Do not allow anything or anyone ruin our chance to be happy. Only we, only you, only me can determine the course of our life. Take responsibility for it. So the seventh step to happiness is we take responsibility for our own happiness. You take responsibility for your own happiness and I take responsibility for my own happiness. See you in next chapter. Happiness is enhanced by the feelings of love and appreciation. So how do we go about enhancing happiness and pursuing it whole year round? Because we know happiness is far more than just money, far more than just money, fame or power. But many people have all three, but are not completely happy. So what are the secrets to long lasting happiness? According to Margaret Bonanno, it is only possible to live happily ever after on a day to day basis. If we want happiness all year round, we have to start small by having a good day every day. Small efforts build up through the day. Norman Lear teaches us life is made. Life is made up of small pleasures. Happiness is made up of those tiny successes. The big ones come too infrequently. And if you don't collect all these tiny successes, the big ones don't really mean anything. So how do we accomplish this? There is a simple way that we can do at the start of our day. As we wake up each morning, we decide that our day will be as happy and stress-free as we hope it would be. 
the first thing to do is we ask ourselves, what do I wish for today? Feel the desire and then remember that whatever we wish for, we will surely get it as long as we try to make it happen. Ask from God or the universe and we can never go wrong. And then what you have to know is to master the boomerang principle of success and happiness. Ever considered using a boomerang to explain how to spread more happiness? The boomerang principle is based on the idea that a smile is always returned. Try doing this activity on a busy location. Establish eye contact with the person. Choose, please, non-aggressive one. And just flash those pearly whites. Most of the time, that person will smile back. There is wisdom in smiling. Smiling always steers pleasant feelings. A simple smile effectively communicates our happiness to others. It also makes people to feel good about themselves and encourages them to spread the pleasant feeling. Rabbi Nachman puts in this way, always wear a smile. The gift of life will then be yours to give. Please live a life full of love. Everybody wants to love and be loved by others. If we want to have a happy and harmonious home life, we have to get along well with the people around us and earn their trust and respect. We can get involved in social and community affairs and this can result in having happy interactions with other people around us. Making a difference in the lives of people who are virtual strangers can give us deep feeling of happiness. We can do this by volunteering our time, our effort, and by volunteering our money in, in various causes. And then what we can do, engage in enjoyable work. Work does not seem a burden when we are having fun. Working while having fun is most rewarding. If we love what we do, it will not feel like we are working at all. If we are not satisfied with our job, we look for more interesting and challenging work. Of course, we all want to make a good living, but more than that, we truly have to enjoy our occupation or profession to be able to do it on a sustained basis. Research findings from the Claremont Graduate University pointed out, life satisfaction occurs most often when people are engaged in absorbing activities that cause them to forget themselves, lose track of time and stop worrying. In fact, they have coined the word flow to describe this phenomenon. This phenomenon is described as people in flow may be sewing up a storm, doing brain surgery, playing a musical instrument, or working a hard puzzle with their children. The impact is the same. A life of many activities in flow is like to be a life of great satisfaction, and you don't have to be a hotshot to get there. University of Pennsylvania psychologist Martin Seligman, an author of a, a book, Authentic Happiness, have this to say. Flow stretches someone, but pleasurably so, not beyond his capacity. People feel best when doing what they do best. And the next thing you can do is achieve financial independence. 
Being financially independent means being free from money worries. Likewise, it means not having to depend on others for livelihood. It is having enough money in the bank that can support our lifestyle once we decide to retire. The act of saving and efficient management of our investment throughout our working lives will eventually bring us to happiness. For some, this is the point where they will never have to work again. For some, it is something else. And then, go for inner peace. Peace of mind is essential for one to be happy. Inner peace is reflected in the face. We become more relaxed and stress-free. Having peace of mind also means better overall health. When we are healthy, physically, mentally and emotionally, our relationships with the people around us tend to get better. The greater our overall peace of mind is, the more likely we will achieve happiness. And then focus on what I call trio of happiness. The trio of happiness is gratitude, forgiveness, and altruism. You can say compassion. Current trends show that more and more people are engaged in writing thank you journals or gratitude journals. Psychologists explain that daily expressions of gratitude have a lot to do with life satisfaction. Talking and writing about what they are grateful for amplifies adults' happiness, they report. We can try one simple activity with our journal. Select a blank page and write on the first line, my strengths, things that I am thankful for. In the succeeding lines, write down as many positive things as we can think about of ourselves and about circumstances surrounding us. This activity needs to be completed in one setting. We should keep the list to read over and over and continue adding to it. The journal is one effective tool which keeps our focus on what is positive about ourselves, others and life in general instead of dwelling on negative. Another option is to keep a diary, which is a wonderful way to reminisce good times. More importantly, it is a reminder that bad times don't last. Some people include photos in their diaries and journals. Looking at happy times and old friends induces the feelings of joy. Another trait strongly associated with happiness is forgiveness. It is associated with feelings of inner peace. University of Michigan psychologist Christopher Peterson says it is the queen of all virtues and probably the hardest to come by. Altruistic acts boost happiness in the giver. This need not to come in the form of donating money. It can be as simple as volunteering our time, service and skills for notable causes. There is joy in giving. So remember, eight step to happiness is happiness is enhanced by the feelings of love and appreciation. Happy people celebrate and appreciate life every day. Marin Elias of USA Today wrote in one of her articles that psychologists have discovered what makes people happy. This emerging research on behavioral science that focused on happiness is known as positive psychology. The article states 
the happiest people surround themselves with family and friends, don't care about keeping up with the Joneses next door, lose themselves in daily activities, and most important, forgive easily. The happiest people spend their least time alone. They pursue personal growth and intimacy. They judge themselves by their own yardsticks, never against what others do or have. If we want a happy life, we should study the lifestyle, attitude or behavior of happy people. Observe and understand what they do, then adopt their behaviors and attitudes. So here are some things habitually happy people do. They always choose to be happy. They never give themselves the option to be unhappy. They have a terrific sense of humor too. The second thing that they habitually do is they try to have a good time as often as possible. They go out and have fun with friends and loved ones. The next thing they habitually do is they choose only the attitudes that can help them succeed and be happy. Happy people have complete control over how they want to think and feel. And what they do? They also habitually follow the golden rule. Do not do unto others what you do not want others to do unto you. Habitually happy people are kind, caring and compassionate. They do not speak ill against anybody. Having a clean conscious gives them long-lasting happiness. And then they have fighting spirit. They do not let other people control their emotions and actions. Likewise, they stay away from those who try to drag their spirits down. And they also habitually never dwell on the past. Contrary to what others say, happy people are realistic as they accept the fact that life is not a bed of roses. Storms of lives of life come and go. This is just a part of life. They never let bad and sad experience ruin their rest of their lives. Remember that there is always a rainbow after a storm. They always move on with life and let time heal the wound. Joyful people face the future optimistically. Being habitually happy takes a lot of practice and effort. We have to develop certain attitudes and behavior to be able to achieve happiness all year round. We can do this gradually by becoming more disciplined and determined in choosing to make happiness part of our lifestyle. So the ninth step to happiness is happy people celebrate and appreciate life every day. Happiness is theirs for keeps. Keys to living a longer, healthier and a happier life. If you want to be happy, be, said Leo Tolstoy. It is as simple as that. In addition to what we have talked about in previous chapters, we just have to keep in mind the following helpful tips in order to have a continuous, long, healthy and happy life. Keep a positive attitude. It has already been proven that having a positive attitude will not only lead to improvements, but it also guarantees a healthier and long life. Two American universities have studied 1,500 people for seven long years. All 1,500 were in good health when the study started. Researchers observed how they aged by measuring their weight loss, walking speed, exhaustion, and the strength of their grip. 
they discovered that people who maintained a positive attitude were significantly less likely to show signs of aging. They were less likely to become weak and more likely to be stronger and healthier than those who have negative attitude. What else did these researchers discover? In 2017, I gained around 3.2 million followers on social media. I earned more money than ever and got so many new opportunities. If you want to know how you can do that, download my free manual Social Media Warrior at www.warriorfamily.com. They also found out that beliefs have a direct impact on health. Because our beliefs actually alter our body's chemical balance. So let us start thinking positively. Change the way we think and believe. We alone have the power to improve our lives by having a positive attitude and positive belief system. We can start by believing in the power, whatever, universe, God, and a prayer. Trust that whatever we ask of Him, uh, He will surely give it to us, knowing that we have pure intention intentions. Researchers have also proven that a positive thinker is more likely to succeed in life because positive thinking boosts self-esteem and self-confidence. So perk it up. Understandably, life can be boring sometimes, but not every day. For some, it is every day. Our daily routine becomes very monotonous when we do the same old things every day over and over again we can try to add new things into our lives among these are the following so listen and watch carefully visit new and exciting places doing this keeps life very exciting then what can you do try to do something new something never done before like talking up a new sp taking up a new sport or hobby or flying with an airplane if you didn't and then what you can do is do enjoyable things. This will not only give us pleasure and excitement, but also keep our worries away. A worry-free life means a longer, healthier and happier life. And then, for a change, we should try out the things we dread to do. Overcoming our fears is the only way to free ourselves from limitations. By doing this, we will gain more confidence and feel greater happiness too. Love life. Love makes the world go around and around. The need for love lies at the very core of our existence as human beings. Love brings us the greatest happiness because we treasure it over and above everything else. We cannot and will not survive if we are left alone by ourselves. The foundation of human existence is love. The expression of love is the primal factor for the normal physical and mental growth of children. Love can be expressed in many ways like hugging, kissing, cuddling and caressing. If a child does not get any of these, these <laughs> then <laughs> his or her development may be impaired. A well-loved child grows up into a confident, secure and happy adult. In this age, many children grow up in broken and unhappy homes. Unhappiness in childhood may lead to a serious problem in later life. 
a child who does not receive the affection he or she needs will find it hard to love others too. Aside from children, we can extend love to sick people. Patients feel at ease when the doctor is especially friendly and displays a sincere concern for their well-being. Inevitably, the patient's feelings and reactions, feelings and reactions will make a difference to the quality of their recovery. This is the theory of the famous Dr. Hunter Patch Adams, who built a uh, hospital where love and laughter are integral parts of the healing process. In this hospital, the Gesundheit Institute, doctors and patients relate to each other based on mutual trust. Patch Adams' theory on healing is based on his belief that laughter is the best cure. And then, appreciate blessings. Happiness is learning to draw satisfaction and contentment from whatever available resources we may have. Consider these as our blessings. However, there are people who find it difficult to be content or contented. In most cases, the problem lies in their nature. These are the kind of people who always think negatively and take life so seriously. Rather than being content and grateful for what they have, they are focused on what is wrong with their lives and on their obsessive need to fix every problem. The very act of focusing on, on in imperfection, on imperfection and negatives pull us away from our goal to be happy. The solution here is to catch ourselves when we fall into the habit of insisting that things should be other than what they are. Conditioning the mind to reject negative thoughts, which later turn to negative emotions, requires a lot of determination. Uh, there should be an inner desire to remove such thoughts. As we begin to eliminate, eliminate the negative thoughts in all areas of our life, we will begin to discover the positive side of life itself. We appreciate our blessing by maintaining an optimistic attitude or living our dreams or understanding that failure is not the end of the world welcoming new challenges and experiences working on important goals thinking about our past successes and not failures trying to find goodness in everything and every person long healthy and happy life is what we all aspire for however there is no single absolute way to arrive at this kind of life we can consider tips and guidelines to hasten our journey and to make it smoother but put this into action and be pleasantly surprised by their inherent power of life transformation happiness and purpose of life People spend a lifetime searching for happiness and looking for peace. They chase idle dreams, addictions, religions, even other people hoping to fill their emptiness that plagues them. The irony is the only place they ever needed to search was within, said Ramona Anderson. Almost all of people long and seek for well-being, contentment and a state of tranquility we call happiness. Their search for happiness starts and ends within us. In all of these concerns, one great question exists. What then is the purpose of life? The purpose of life is the expansion of happiness according to Maharishi Yogi. If we stop 
and think about it clearly, the purpose of life is to be happy. From the very heart of our being, we simply desire complete and lasting happiness. This, not only, this does not only mean we should be contented with life, but we must also appreciate life itself. It is also important to discover what will bring about the greatest degree of happiness. People often forget that the primary source of life itself and happiness is God, the universal force. Breakthroughs in science and technology led people to gradually lose confidence in God and eventually glorify human knowledge instead. How many of us struggle to survive and work hard to attain prosperity and achieve happiness? With these as our goals, we labor for better times ahead. Through hardships, and misery, we push ourselves to improve the quality of our lives. In the course of our pursuit, we literally forget the higher force who is all too willing to give what we desire. We just have to trust that He knows what is the best for us. Savor the beauty of life, live to the fullest, and make each day a happy day. In summary, let us repeat the 10 steps to happiness. Learn to appreciate simple things and manage desires. Happiness is found within us. It is in the choice that we make. Happy feelings are results of happy thoughts. Happiness is a way of life. Happiness is mostly created and rarely given. Or learn to avoid or overcome factors that contribute to unhappiness. Or we take responsibility for our own happiness. Happiness is enhanced by the feelings of love and appreciation. Happy people celebrate and appreciate life every day. Happiness is theirs for keeps. And if you want to be happy, simply be Leo Tolstoy. Resources from this interview are available online. Visit www.warriorfamily.com and download the free book Lessons from Millionaires with all the resources mentioned in the interview. If you want to be a warrior who has it all, visit www.warriorfamily.com and download my ebooks for free. Learn all about warrior productivity, habits, mindset, marketing, and sales strategies, confidence boosters, and many other things. I promise that you won't be disappointed. More valuable content is waiting for you on my social media profiles. Instagram, Smillion Mori. YouTube and Facebook, Smillion Mori. Warrior Family. Twitter, Smillion Mori. And LinkedIn, Smillion Mori.